3: Hello everybody, happy Thursday to you, October 28th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. You really are becoming the new Trevor, Roush. Even when you get here before we're about to go on the air, you're not ready when we go on
1: the air. That's because we have some significant cat developments outside.
3: Yeah, but of no concern to you.
1: Oh. They had already been fed. Plenty of concern to me. I just wanted to make sure that Intern didn't starve because- Both of them were already fed, taken uh, care of. Because Nora came back.
3: I don't know if that's Nora.
1: I think it is.
3: And Nora wasn't that friendly to people.
1: had stripes around it, though.
3: Yeah. I do Could think- Could have just grown I, up, you know? Do you think Went away and grew up. Do you think there are more cats that have stripes than just one?
1: Wait, is that true, Justin? I think that may I be can't confirm enough. or deny. And th- but Do more- you all have cats and Peekins? <laughs> but more, Not that I can recall. Born just cats. lizards. <laughs> more what I'm
3: interested <laughs> in is why are you using the Big X studio fridge?
1: Because uh, I don't today think, I don't think an on-air
3: talent has used that fridge <laughs> since the war.
1: Today there is a in- inspection at in my house, so I've just got to be out of the house pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, I-, I didn't plan on bringing my lunch, but... When I dropped Duke off, my mom was like, here, take this. I've got leftover food. It needs to be eaten. Take it. So uh, when I went to open the fridge, I found like two large pumpkin pies. Whoa. Oh, like there's enough food in there to feed a small army. Like You said five pounds of meat? At least. Like just containers upon containers. There's cartons of milk. What kind of meat are we talking? It looked like the um, Oscar Mayer, like turkey or ham, you know, Vienna stuff like sausages? That. Not Vienna sausages. Sounds like we've got a surprise Thanksgiving dinner coming. Yeah, no, and there was also many multiple cartons of eggs, too. God, this
3: microphone smells so bad, <laughs> unbelievable.
1: There's only two people, other people that use that microphone.
3: I, I, I don't know. I, it's just wild that it could smell so terrible. <laughs> like, how would bad breath even stick on this thing? <laughs> it's breath, you know. It's breath.
1: Unless they had something like on their whiskers or in their mouth, and, and then and it kissing, projectiles. They're, they're kissing it. Like it, like, blows gunk. Terrible radio
3: because you all can't smell this listening. I don't, don't know if want to. If you ever want to come to the Big X Sports Radio studio, get a little scratch and sniff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what this, if that's this, a th- contest? Th- smell <laughs> the microphone.
3: <laughs> hey, contest starting tomorrow. Folks, be ready to call in. We don't often take callers. Very rarely do. But tomorrow, we're going to need somebody to call in, be eligible to win some some cool prizes. We had our KRC monthly lunch yesterday. Trevor no call no show yeah which is just classic and then he's commented on the Facebook page while we're having lunch right says doesn't text or say anything to anybody else yeah just comments on the Facebook page
1: I was in the traffic but never made it there he's just a loser yeah I think he's full of it
3: and Dugan late minute scratch yes. at least he had a valid excuse and right. communicated with us right uh, he had a few update he had a few days of notice so he could have changed his doctor's appointment can well, you though? Well, you, I, you know, I kind of agree with Justin mostly with this. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, you can. And he did have notice. And it's not like he told us, you know, a couple days ago, I'm not going to be able to make it. I've got a doctor's appointment. It was like
1: 30 minutes before. Now, we, won't gi- we won't give him too he, much crap. He's he got, was dealing with some stuff.
3: He's got more going on than Trevor, who plays video games. and He didn't
1: even have the Mike Rutherford show yesterday. He did. He did?
3: Yeah. They had Rashawn Myers filling in.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't ask the Ra- KRC boys. To... Rashawn Myers, he's he's still doing stuff? Well, he
3: filled in for the Mike
1: Rutherford Good. show yesterday. Good job. He's Good job,
0: done Rashawn. it in the past as well. I think he's done right. one other one, yeah.
3: I don't know who's doing it today or tomorrow, Ooh. but
1: didn't ask the KRC boys. Woke up to a very important tweet from at Justin Kalen, PXP. Justin's
3: Which, on the Twitter? What? Justin,
1: you need to just change your name to ScooterDingus on Twitter.
3: Or, and again, Make no, another one. nothing about Kentucky Roll Call on the bio. Oh not a gosh. damn thing about, you, you know, th- I you always, never know that you'd even did anything with Kentucky I always forget roll. about the bio. My fault. I'll change that. I mean, I, no, not, I, I always may, forget I have about it. i to change microphones. <laughs> making me nauseous <laughs> having to, like, each bad. time I'm breathing in, I'm, like, inhaling. <laughs> and
1: you can't, like, hold your nose because you're talking, like.
3: Yeah, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Spears of Spears Spears didn't have a show yesterday, so I don't know if I can blame this on him.
1: From at Justin Kalen PXP, if the Astros close this game out, we're guaranteed a sports solstice on Sunday. Always one of my favorite days to place a parlay with one game from each sport. Yeah, I know we just had one, but I missed it. (laughs) You missed it? missed it.
3: It sounds like a classic, Justin says he's going to do something, doesn't do it.
0: Oh, no. Dude, guys, I love betting the parlays on on sports solstice
3: days. Explain so, to everybody what a sports solstice please. is. Every sport is playing.
0: Every sport is playing. So you'll have NHL, MLB, NFL, and NBA. Oh, wow. So that's it's pretty rare. It happens usually once, maybe twice a year.
3: They should give you extra juice if you hit the parlay. The sports...
2: Sports Solstice, Solstice boosted
3: parlay. The 3S Sunday make it 4. Get added on a Sunday too. That's interesting. The Astros did in fact close it out. Maybe. Yep. Series
1: 1-1. One, one. Going back to Atlanta,
3: back to the A. Uh,
1: uh, that's we that's we going. did not have uh our predictions, our World Series predictions, but I always felt like
3: and we kind of yelled him at the end of the show on Monday or Tuesday, whatever day
1: that was. I Always felt like it was me Atlanta 2-1. They, they think they can taste the victory and then they just lose out at home and Houston closes out in six.
3: Yeah, we never did say like how how many games or whatnot. Uh, I would probably say the Astros in six would have been my guess to to start, but uh, I, I've, I've got no idea. I haven't really been a huge Braves believer all season, especially with the injuries they've had, um, but here they are. They, they, had a,
0: they had a pitcher pitch off a broken leg. If you don't believe in the Braves, that's on you.
1: They really did. That was it was pretty nutty. That is crazy. Yeah. Broken leg. Significant. So, it, uh, did a bunch of Packers break their legs? What's going on tonight, buddy?
3: Oh, just stupid NFL COVID protocols that are just keeping the entire Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams, he, I, I don't know if it was a close contact or if he had tested positive or what the deal is, but there was a way for him to get back if he had two negative tests. But when like the clock started on that, he didn't have 48 hours to get two negative tests in like, the, like the, he ran out of time, basically, to get uh, the two negative tests that you need so, 24 hours apart of one another.
1: Ah, I see. So, if this game was on Sunday... He'd be good. But yeah. it's Thursday, and there's just not enough days in the week.
3: And then Adam Lazar, the lizard man, he is not vaccinated. So, he's so got he, to he, sit out longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is just complete and total bogus. Um, yeah, so Green Bay's going to lose. I don't really mind it so much because, on the one hand, this would be a tough game to win if you were at full strength to begin with. So now you're kind of just playing with house money. And maybe, maybe you catch the Cardinals napping a little bit. And plus, it's Aaron Rodgers still, so I still expect him to do some good things. It is things. Aaron Rodgers. But if you does lose have this one, Randall Cobb. If you lose this one, you can't feel really bad about it. You didn't have your two top wide receivers. So... Uh, that makes, and including one of them being the best wide receiver in the NFL, so that makes it a little trickier. But I'm, pu- I, you know, I'm excited for it. I would have been more excited if Green Bay was at full strength. But like I said, now I get an excuse. So woo.
1: Yeah, good. You get an excuse. Uh, man, three. Po- is that is, is Devonte Adams and Lazard worth three points? I don't know. I when I think of Aaron Rodgers versus the Cardinals, I think about the Hail Mary game. Was that in the playoffs? Yes. Where he threw two bombs and...
3: There's been some memorable Packers-Cardinals playoff games.
1: And they won that game too, correct? They lost. They I, don't think bl- I don't think they've oh, won either one of them. They, that forced overtime, then they lost in overtime? Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald had Just, like
3: an 85-yard touchdown on like the second play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, crazy football game. Well,
3: it wasn't, wasn't ideal. And then the other one was Aaron Rodgers, I think his first playoff. So this was 2010, the 2009 season. And he... Just bogus, bogus calls in that entire game. And then I think they ended up getting like a scoop and score touchdown for a win that was controversial or something like that. But yeah, um Cardinals really good this year, though. This may be the best team that they've ever had in franchise history and they've nearly won a Super Bowl. So
1: a lot of wide receivers that are really good. And they traded for Zach Hurts. And
3: Kyler Murray is also very good.
1: I bet he's really fun on Madden. Justin, you aren't a are you a video game guy? Um, no, it's no
0: time. It's not, yeah, no, not really.
1: Okay, because I could, I could see him being fun. I, I enjoy video like games,
0: but around. yeah, I just, I never have time to actually sit down and play them. That, that's legit. Play but with half Money. Yeah. Get to
3: watch the best quarterback of all time go out there, sling it around Thursday night. Supposed to have a late night volleyball game. Totally debating, just skipping that bad boy. Yeah, yeah, you gotta
1: skip it. And I mean, weather, the weather, weather's it, gonna be bad. Oh, it's just gonna say be that.
3: freezing. Yeah. yeah, but like. I'm on a team with all girls, Um, and it's the late game. It's always – you never really want to be the person to bail out on a late game because everybody does. Everybody wants to – nobody wants to go out and play rec league volleyball in high 40-degree weather. (laughs) It sounds horrible. But everybody wants to bail, so if enough people bail, then you're going to have to forfeit and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like a waiting game just to see how many people – You never want to be the first one to bail, but if enough people do, then it's like, oh, well, I guess we have to forfeit. (laughs) But I could go to the place theoretically and watch the Packers game and then play on a summer night. That'd be fun, but it's not a summer night. No, no. It's not. It's spooky season.
1: Right. I'm uh, doing a little boo at the zoo tonight. Hey, oh. Yeah. Should be fun. Really hoping Duke Duke will run around the pumpkin patch thing. Costume. I don't know if he will or not. What's his costume? Cookie Monster. (laughs) <laughs> Which he loves the cookie monster, but uh, just, you know, the dress. I I think it kind of scares him a little bit because he's like, wait, I'm not the cookie monster. The cookie monster is in my television. So <laughs> this is.
3: Our friend's kid, they were Mike Wazowski. And who's the other one? Oh,
1: nice. Um, yeah. Uh, not the, Boo. Boo's the girl. Yeah. Um, Mike. I know it's Mike Wazowski and then it's the big John Goodman guy, but I forget his name. Sully. Sully. Mike and Sully, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, He was Mike, so he had, you know, the big belly. Mm -hmm. And inside – he just would scream and cry and just hated it. But when it went outside, he thought it was more like a sweater or like a sweatshirt. Oh, maybe so that's the case. totally was all right with it once okay. you tried it on outside. Inside, though, was throwing a fit. So maybe try that. All right, I'll try
1: thing. that. We also think, hey, maybe we can just bribe him with cookies. And give that him a always box. works yeah. and a place to the bit. Yeah, you know? exactly.
3: Place to the bit. Right. Uh, the Good candy selection at the zoo. You're in for a real treat nice. in that regard. Um, the
1: Big X has candy. I know. What oh, the hell's oh, up with man. that? <laughs> it's great. So things are looking up for the KRC folks.
3: Biggest and exiest that it has ever been. Yeah, you'll you'll have a good time at Boo at the zoo. Justin Kalen, where are we at on Mike Leach coming on Kentucky Roll Call? We're running out of days. Yeah.
0: So I sent an email to both guys on Tuesday. Have okay. not heard anything back. Mm. Should I reach out again?
3: Yeah. Absolutely, I think they. I have... saw that
1: you ro- roached out.
3: Yeah, well, I figured Justin wasn't getting anywhere, so no, I, I did. Nick, make... I figured we'd go right to the source, and uh, no comment yet from Coach Leach.
1: He's back he... in the meme game, though.
3: Oh, and he's got fifty-seven thousand likes, which is just blasphemy. Uh, he's ripping on candy corn again.
1: I was having this conversation with my wife last night because she saw a bag, of, like she bought a bag of candy corn for a buck. I had a couple pieces last night and I was like, you know, I just don't, like that in Skyline Chili, never going to have strong feelings one way or the other. Like it's, I'm not going to seek it out, but if it's there, fine, I'll have some, but I'm not strongly against it or for it one way or the other.
3: So it's fine. I, I don't understand people who hate candy corn. It's just candy, sugar. Yeah. Good, good texture. Good. I
1: mixed it with uh, peanuts for the first time. I never tried that. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I think it needs a, a little, little bit sweet. of that saltiness yeah. because uh, by itself, a lot of it, it just gets a little, you know. Eh.
3: You let the people of Mississippi State, too, know, Justin, he can come in on he can come on the show Monday or Tuesday, too, if he wants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. We can talk about their loss. It's just an open invite. Yeah, we can talk about it. Hell, yeah, we'll talk about his, it. Uh, his Pirate press conference this week went Halloween? only
1: 10 minutes long. was that? And he mostly talked about, like, candy and nonsensical stuff.
3: Reporter's not asking questions.
1: Yeah, have you? Have we discussed what's going on down in Mississippi State?
3: Are they like running out of media members?
1: No, I know their biggest one did leave for like a Notre Dame site, but it's less about their media members and more about like fans showing up and caring. Oh, tickets are fifteen dollars if you want to go to the game Saturday
3: against a top ten team, or I guess a top eleven team. Yeah, or whatever
1: the hell we are. Yeah, a night game on Halloween weekend and. Remember their baseball team? Pretty good, right? They won the College World Series, I believe? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so instead of saving it up for the Alabama game, they actually saved it for this weekend to bring their baseball team out so they could get the biggest pop possible, and you can still get in for like 17 bucks. I thought that folks would be all in on the Pirate. They at least were initially, and I know things weren't rosy right away, but he's kind of steered the ship back on course, and yet fans still aren't all on board. I'm wondering if it's like a – it's a culture, if it's a fit kind of culture fit thing. I don't –
3: Part of it's just like we – damn it, once again, like Ole Miss is cooler than we are. I bet that's just really what it is.
1: Yeah, a little inferiority complex. Like
3: things are okay at
1: Mississippi State. But they're better at Ole Miss.
3: But Ole Miss is like having a really fun season where it's like, hey, outside shot of the college football playoffs, New Year's Six Bowl. And Mississippi State is – Losing to Alabama forty nine to nine, losing to Memphis. Yep, but they wanted Texas A and M. It's a re- it's a really hard schedule. It's a really hard resume, and even just if you look at kind of the stats, it's really kind of hard to figure out.
1: But fans, either way, they're showing up just a little bit. Not a whole lot.
3: That's good. If that doesn't want to be a good atmosphere on Saturday, that's awesome. All the more reason, too, for Kentucky. As we mentioned, uh, well, we have mentioned a lot of games. It's, it's, I think, a trait that this team needs. But if they can start hot, take that crowd. What crowd is there? Probably going to be a semi-chilly night, I would imagine. A Davis-Wade Stadium. They don't seem all that enthused about it anyways. Cats get up 14-0.
1: Would love to see it. Kentucky's played from behind the last two times down there.
3: Make Will Rogers have to force some throws. I've be? thought a lot more about this game, and I've, and the more I've read about it, too, different different thoughts have popped into my head, both good and bad. Uh, one, you just, I think a lot of people gloss over the domination that was the Kentucky over Mississippi State game last year, to the point that UK just went kind of Georgia mode and said we don't really care so much about offense let's just hope our offense doesn't blow it. Defense is going to win us this game. Was it six interceptions, five interceptions against Mississippi State six, last year? Six picks. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Like six interceptions. Another mm-hmm. pick six. Another pick six. That was the Tennessee game. But still. So on the one hand, and Will Rogers, he will throw interceptions. I think he had a couple against Vanderbilt, if I'm not mistaken. That was a blowout win. He's probably allowed to take more chances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But he'll he'll make mistakes. And yep. this defense kind of, forces quarterbacks to be really precise, and if you slip up just once or a wide receiver bobbles a ball, they're going to make you pay, and you're going to get an interception on it. On the flip side, Roush, seems... Like, Mississippi State's going to do a lot of what Missouri did when they had success against this U.K. defense. Oh, yeah. Soft zone, take advantage of it, get your five yards, throw a lot of swing
1: passes. Yeah,
3: hope for a missed tackle or two that can bust open a big play or a little misdirection that can get somebody out of position. They won't try to feast you on big plays or they won't try to kill you on big plays, but they will take a shot here or there or try something trickery, if you will. But most of it, Roush, is just going to be a lot of what really frustrated Kentucky fans earlier in the season with this defense that obviously has gotten it figured out since. Mm -hmm. But you can't help but think about it.
1: No, no, no. And that's what obviously gave me pause early on in the season about this game. Um, Now I think another reason why was maybe some just unnecessary concerns because it's off a bye week. But like this style, what would you say is the weakest point of Kentucky's defense, TJ?
3: Well. With before the, injuries. Before injuries?
1: Yeah. Hmm.
3: I don't know. Linebacker?
1: I'd say corners. you say got corners. Carrington Valentine, first-year starter. Cedric Dort, a guy who's, you know, started, then uh, didn't got his job taken. Yeah, Dort was nice. How yeah. many PBUs does he have this year? Not sure. Zero. In seven games. They're going to challenge those corners. And that's. Maybe he has zero PBUs because they're scared to go his way. I think they're throwing this way a little bit. But they they're going to be tests to make a lot of plays in open space, uh to be able to step up and make some tackles. Brandon Eccles and Kelvin Joseph were some physical dudes out there on the edge. Now the corners, I mean, I think Valentine is playing better. Uh, but Aaron asked a lot of them. Uh Mosley's made some nice plays, but they're they're going to challenge those guys consistently this weekend. And are they up for it? I think so, but a lot of it has to be coming out fast, getting a little help from your offense, so you're not kind of playing on your heels all game, which has kind of been the case down in Starkville in recent years.
3: And in a zone, those cornerbacks aren't going to be alone, you're right? Going to, you're going to have JJ Weaver, a lot Jordan Rice being pursued. Yeah, you're, yeah. Going to, you're going to have a lot of times you're going to have eight guys dropping back, and I, that's the thing I think we need to remind ourselves. I'm really talking to myself here, talking to myself here, and you all can can follow along if if you see fit or not, but. There's going to be some frustrating moments, I think, on Saturday. And I think there's going to be some possessions where Mississippi State easily kind of marches down the field in eight or nine plays. The key for me, Roush, what Kentucky does defensively in the red zone. Hold Mississippi State to field goals, force them to kick field goals, and that's kind of been a strength the Mark Stoops' defense mm-hmm. knock on wood where, all right, if you all, if you as an offense are patient – and you don't make mistakes, you can get yards and first downs on this Kentucky defense. But what happens once the field starts to get a lot shorter, things start to get a lot more compact, this Kentucky identity defensively under Mark Stoops has been bend, bend, don't break over the course of his tenure – that's what I'm going to be watching on Saturday, big-time rouches. I know there's going to be times I'm frustrated with this defense and want to pull my hair out with them just giving up six yards here. Six, just play up, move up, go put pressure on them. Stop letting them just pick you apart. That stuff's going to be frustrating. The key is going to be not letting them get six and seven points, instead forcing them for three, and, and hopefully yep. they'll miss some of that. And that's another thing also, kind of switching gears, and you can comment on this, you can comment on that, you can comment on whatever you want, Roush or Justin. But special teams. Mississippi State's a better special teams team than Kentucky. They have a dangerous return, man, and I wonder what Kentucky's play will be with that. Just keep it away from them, uh, sacrifice giving up the field position at the 30 or the 35 just to hope that you don't give up the the touchdown. Because that's a part of Mississippi State's game. Good field position and big plays and special team.
1: Kickoff return, you can just blast it out of the end zone. Chance Porter's been pretty good at that. Punting's a different story because Goodfellow, hang time isn't his deal. He's been out kicking <laughs> his coverage. That would be – that would worry me. Um
3: Man, what was before the Return Man? You were talk- just the defense, how it's going to be frustrating. Oh, oh! But,
1: but so I was, I was looking at the numbers because I feel like Kentucky's been pretty good at bowing up once they do get down in the red zone. It turns out they're actually been really good at getting stops, kind of in that no man's land where you're right on the edge of field goal territory. Because te- teams, their their red zone percentage is just, whole you know, it's kind of middle of the road ish um, compared to other SEC teams. But in my mind, I'm like, I, they've gotten stops down there. It's because when teams are going for them fourth down at, like, the 35, they've been getting stops. They've been bowling up. And that's and, and that's what you need to do against this Mississippi State team because they're not good at running the football. Um, and when that field gets a little bit shorter, they don't have as much space to operate. That's I mean, that's where that offense succeeds. It's let's get it to guys, see if they can make a move and make some plays in space, and then turn it into a big play. So – it's going to be aggravating at times watching this football game, like you said, kind of like the Missouri game where you're just like, oh, gosh, can we not just, oh, they're still getting positive yards, still getting positive yards. But if you bow up and you make those stops in no man's land between that 30 and 40-yard line, and then you keep your defense off the field, you help them out a little bit, you put together some long-scoring drives, you can win this football game.
3: You sure as hell can. And to make it easier, to, to make this – whole conversation somewhat moot. Offense, I think, is better than Mississippi State. I think Kentucky's offense is better than Mississippi State's offense. Even with the pirate call and the plays down there there in Starkville. Just outscore them. Will Levis, offensive line, Chris Rodriguez, Wandell, you get Josh back. Just go do your thing. Put up points. Get again, I think 30 wins it and go get go get there. Put this game out of reach. The offense can really make life easier for the defense because yeah, Mississippi State may want to dink and dunk and take their time, and and that there's probably room for some success there. But you get in Will Rogers' head that he's got to start forcing some things because they're behind. Because be the because UK's yep. offense is doing what they should be yep. doing. Yep. Then then this one could be more comfortable than than at least Vegas thinks. And then what I've read from UK fans, Roush, and my feel of the fan base. I think some folks think Kentucky's just ready to go down there and kick some tail and whoop them, and then I think others think that it's going to just come down to the wire and and just flip a coin. Who makes the last dumb turnover? Who makes the last big play? Where are you at between those two? We'll do predictions tomorrow. But I I don't know if I can remember a game where the fans seem so split on, no, I think things are going to go well. This, it may be, you know, may not be an easy game, but Kentucky's definitely going to win versus, I don't know. It's just going to come down to the wire. Normally the fan base is on kind of the same page. We're going to
1: win. I'm glad that it's not, uh, we're going to win or we're going to lose outright. It's just, we're going to go down the wire. But I think it's going to go down the wire. Like, what? Has Kentucky, I mean, granted, turnovers played a significant role in that. They were a much better team than Missouri, but Mark Stoops wins close games. You know, like that, that Kentucky kind of plays it close to the chest. Uh, and I, I don't think this year's for conservative play calling, whatever it may be, it's self inflicted mistakes. Um, they've cleaned up those turnovers, but I still think it's kind of a, you know, almost a race to 30 and you're going to really need the defense to make some like a stop or too late to, to get you there. So, yeah, I think it's, it's going to come down to the wire, but um, I, 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 I do like that Kentucky has more experience winning those games at the wire than Mississippi State does. Both. Some might tell you the law of averages says it should go the other way, but, you know, I'll, I I'll like the senior leadership on this Kentucky team. That was Josh Pastel talk yesterday, Luke Fortner the day before. This is their third trip down there, and it's a weird trip. You know, you got to stay farther away in a crummy hotel. Um, you know, it's it's just it's a weird place to play. It Can lull you to sleep. I, I think the veteran leadership is really trying to get ahead of this to make sure that this team is ready to play, and they know the magnitude of this. I don't think there's any sort of we're gonna sleep on Mississippi State. So. Kentucky's the better football team and if they come out and pitch their B plus a minus game I think they can they can win this thing
3: both teams have played four one possession games Kentucky 4 and0 in those games Mississippi State two and two in those games so both no strangers to playing games that go down to the wire Kentucky been has been a little bit better in those games than than Mississippi State has been. But I also expect it to be close. I'll be a little – I guess, you know, that miss, that Missouri game that virtually got UK bowl eligible, I think Mark Soup's first bowl, I was like 16, I guess, whenever that was, where they went to Missouri and just kind of beat the snot out of them. It was yeah. like a noon, sleepy game. Oh,
1: yeah. I was still drunk that morning. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic. But like, yeah. We, they they uh, were Kentucky up 45-40. Seven and gave up two late scores.
3: There's a little part, and I don't know what Missouri's record was that year. I think they were like just a middle-of-the-pack ho-hum, not very good team. But I think going into that game, Kentucky's fans' expectations were, eh, I think we're better, but I don't really know what to expect. It's probably going to be close, and Kentucky just went down there and blitzed them and took care of business, and, and and Missouri never had a chance. I would love for that on Saturday. I think you can really send a powerful, powerful statement if you're UK football. Not only win, but try to go down there and win big. Gets you inside the top ten, gets the fans just absolutely foaming at the mouth, waiting for that Tennessee game, because at that point you wouldn't have had a home game for, for almost a month, the, the three weeks at least at that point. Four weeks, I believe. So, go win big. Move you up in the rankings. I can't wait for it. We still have uh, the rest of this show to talk about it. And tomorrow, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's Dane Key Day. We're going to come back from the break. We're going to set that one up for you. See
1: what Tee off. See see what you think. See Swing what, away.
3: Yeah, get the the latest rumblings on Dane Key. Will he be joining the fold for Kentucky? Do we think future? Dane is short for anything? Danathan? Could be Danathan. Danielle? Could be Danielle, sure. Danathy? Could be Dane a
1: theme. Well, who knows? It's probably just Dane. Daney. Oh, Daney.
3: Daney, boy. (laughs) Let's go to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Brown, Justin
2: Kalen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Come gather around people, wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving then you better start swimming all you Welcome like back
3: Kentucky X Roll Call here on Big X Sports roll Radio. Roll call. We mentioned text into the Thorntons text line 502-414-1450. Stop by Thorntons on your way into the office this morning, get donuts for your favorite coworkers, but not all the coworkers, and then get coffee for yourself. Sounds like a great deal. Get donuts we- for your
0: favorite coworkers, but not all the coworkers.
3: We need Yeah, you got to send a message. <laughs> Let the line be drawn in the sand. The donuts for people that you like. If you didn't get a donut, well, you know where you stand.
1: Start the day with donut. We need drama. A Thorn's closer to the station.
3: There's one like 3 miles
1: there's away. There's one 3 miles away. Like I said, closer to the station. Need 1 mile away. You
0: know you know where you all went to Waffle House that one day? There's yeah, there's one th- even closer than
1: there. I know there's one closer than there. It's where I go to gamble. It's uh there's a th- like that's that's the Thorn's gas station in Jeff is the Kentucky Gamblers headquarters. You go over to Thornton's. You hang out in the parking lot. You grab yourself a a little bite to eat. You hop on your sportsbook app, and you play some bets. It's great.
0: Speaking of gambling, no Powerball winner last night.
1: I did see that there was a Mega Millions, though, so now the Powerball is pretty juicy.
3: Pretty, pretty juicy. It was really big back when Trevor was forgetting to do it.
1: (laughs) Um, That little stinker. Also, I just love Justin's confidence that we're going to win the lottery at some
0: point. At some point. I've never been so sure of anything.
1: <laughs>
3: I love it. He was he was very persistent at the KRC line. Like, we're gonna that, win it eventually. That, that it's gonna happen. It Which, may not be the I big mean, prize. I, I also but, can see like the headlines, you know, Little Mom Pop Radio Shop wins big Powerball. Guy's and been like, playing guy's been playing Powerball for ten years. And the, the the cover of the newspaper is all of us just throwing money on Trevor. <laughs> And then they ask, like, well, will you all keep doing radio. Is this going to, like, be invested back into the station? Everybody's going to be like, no. Yeah. We're no, out of, we're, we're out of, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody went on their merry Little way. Little radio show
1: wins big. <laughs> and just says, we're out. <laughs> uh, another funny thing from lunch yesterday. Every beer we ordered was just not available.
3: That's true. Yeah. Um. That's true. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm and just going to have they, one. And they'd come back like 30 seconds later. Sorry. Yeah, know. empty-handed. Like, Eventually, Justin got like a love letter from the bartender saying like, sorry, it's nope. reminding me of the South Park which I, Which I really regret sorry. not
0: responding to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Justin was smitten with the waitress as well. <clears throat> I don't know if that's true. It's debatable. That's for sure. And then they <laughs> got to meet little Lucy.
1: Oh, man. What a cutie. She was snoozing too for most of our abhorviating. Most so. of it. For all of it. Well, she, you know, she kind of woke up when we got her out. <laughs> she wasn't
3: there that long either. So yeah. Wife came by, popped by, ate a quick lunch, and then took the baby away. But uh, good time, great time. And you can have a great lunch by going to Salseritas. And they're never running out of their their favorites, their, their hits, their classics. Oh, those burritos, wildly addictive chips. Quesadillas, man. wildly addictive chips, hot salsa. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthew's. Do not forget to download that app. Also, do not forget Salseritas Catering. You got both the uh, UK and L on the road this weekend. You probably, you are may be hosting a Halloween party. Mm. Get Salseritas catering for the whole group. Maybe it's not a Halloween party. It's just a watch party. That's fine. Get some Salseritas for the cats or the cards. Maybe you're doing a little bit oh, of everything. I, Salseritas. Salseritas. I figured it
1: Salseritas. out, TJ. You wanted to do something fun and unique for Halloween. I did. Loose Salseritas chips in the bag. Do what with salsa chips in the bag? You just give them trick-or-treaters.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great idea. What if, yeah, that, gosh, that would be, we were talking about uh, giving out a dollar bill or giving out full candy bars or wanting to do something special. You're right. Just everybody gets like an individual, because they give you as a side the bag of the bag of chips at salsa. Uh-huh. You get like a burrito and you get a bag of chips and they're wildly addictive, and then they give you salsa or, or whatever you want, queso or you whatever. Just, you just get all the yeah. neighborhood
1: kids addicted to salsa. I get chips. them
3: a side of chips with, like, hot, spicy salsa.
1: Hook-on sinker.
3: The parents would love that as much as anybody. Then you'd I have a it,
1: bunch of addicts running around. Yep, yeah, yeah, Just That's the problem. Got any more of that
3: <laughs> Yeah, but that's good for business, for
1: Yeah. I think it would be much funnier if it was just, like, handfuls of chips, though. Why do I have loose chips in my bag? Yeah, just, yeah, they just get crumbled th- up. Three or four of them. Because yeah. <laughs> they are very
3: delicate chips. That's what makes them so good. Your tongue can, like, you don't even need to really chew them. Your tongue mm-hmm. can break them apart, which is fun. <laughs> ah, getting hungry for salseritas. We did it again, folks. We did it again. All right, Roush, spoiled Dankey's announcement. Tell I, us what I, you told I, us at the break. Go on. I don't know. No, no, no. Come on.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He's winking. Go on and That's say it. No, no winks. dinky
3: he is officially a. Go on and say it.
1: He's announcing tonight he's at six.
3: officially
1: A. Announcing <laughs> tonight at six uh, between Kentucky and Michigan. Uh, Are you just
3: going to support him regardless of what he decides yeah, to
1: do? Regardless of what he decides to do. Um, it's funny, though. I did see Dante uh, Monday night. He was at the bar. He's up there quite a bit. Uh, but it's it's senior week, so he's the, their final game is Friday night. I believe it's a big game, too. They play Boyle County. Um, but he's Dane Key is picking tonight, and I don't think any of the opposing schools, their fan bases, will feel confident whatsoever that they're getting him, which I think is a good sign. Like, all of the signs are good, but nobody knows for sure how Dane will get, pick, where he will pick. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun day. Ultimately, I think he will choose Kentucky. There you have it, folks. But, uh, yeah, don't know. Going in with a little mystery into this.
0: What if he doesn't?
1: It would be very disappointing. Yeah, Very disappointing.
0: That's probably the name I've heard the most since I've joined the show. Really? It's got to be up there. I've heard Danky a lot. In terms of just guys that are not currently athletes at UK, he's definitely at the top of the list.
3: We've been talking about him for a while. Yeah. That's for sure. And it's just, you know, I can't, like, USC over Kentucky right now, no way. Not in a million years.
1: Luke Doty, come on.
3: You would have to just have this unbelievable relationship with the staff. And then who's the other, like, I know he have, I think he visited Oregon, but he's not going to go to Oregon.
1: I actually don't know if he ever got out to Oregon, so. Boom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Profile
3: says he did. But, you know, who's to say? And then who's the other like runner? Michigan State or somebody? Just Michigan. Just Michigan. Mississippi
1: State was in it for a little while, but he never visited there. He he he's at least smart enough to not do that. So, zing, boom, roasted. Suck it, Bulldogs!
3: All right, well you got to get those guys. Guys in your backyard, you got to land four star wide receiver. We'll haven't ever seen him in person. Seen his highlight tapes, but heard enough people rave about him. It's a big time player. Somebody that can make an impact probably sooner rather than later. And his sports
1: center catch last year was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was. Remember that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh he can make those plays. And that's, I think, what's significant too is UK's recruited a lot of little fast speed guys. Now you got to get some big guys, some guys on the edge. I know Chris Lewis is one they're developing right now. Key can be one of those guys as well. So, yep. Go, go make it happen. Go make it happen. But if he does commit, that will be, I believe four of the top five players from the state of Kentucky and then four players from Frederick Douglass in the last three years. And here's, here you want to want a fun little recruiting nugget, TJ? Oh, please, nugget me up. Things aren't going so well at Clemson. It would be a real shame if Walker Parks decided, you know what, Come this back isn't home. for me. I'm going to go. Turns out Davo's
3: actually this huge weirdo.
1: Yeah. Let's go play for Mark Stoops at Kentucky.
3: Something to keep an eye on. You hearing that, or are you just speaking that into the universe? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, it's a it's, lot
1: of, a lot, lot of like kind of, uh, oh, Kentucky's starting offensive tackles in 2022 might not even be on campus yet. Keontae Goodwin and Walker Parks. That would be interesting. Yep. Would be, would be interesting. Just something, some food for thought.
3: I know that I think he, like, came back for a U.K. game when Clemson was on by and was wearing a U.K. hat and people freaked out. I think it was out, the but, LSU game, yeah. But uh, I think somebody said that, like, Jaeger Burton's, their family went down to Clemson and were wearing Clemson stuff, just like a – Yeah, they're close. Burton-Parks yeah. family friend sort of Yeah, day they – um, That'd be I
1: great. Come on they, back home, baby. I uh, believe were pals at LCA before Douglas opened and then they went there. So, uh,
3: then we'll bring back Damien Harris and Jedrick
1: Wills. Dude, he's so freaking good. He is so good. Gosh. Uh, Justin, you know what? You messed up. Damien Harris has been playing oh. too. Where, where do he you really want to start? Uh, your solstice. You also didn't know this. It's it's even better than the solstice. Starting today, there is live football and television for 27 consecutive days. Wow. 27 straight days How's of that football. That's not a thing. Maction, Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah. I think this runs through Thanksgiving, actually. Hmm. But Maction starts up. You get some Wednesday night so, football in there. Yeah.
0: I don't know that I've ever said this to you all, but college football probably my least favorite sport. So I would have never known that. What? Yeah. Wow. Are you serious? Dead serious. I've, I've trust, least favorite sport. Trust me, I have come less than baseball. I mean, oh gosh, yeah, yeah, and, I, and I've come a long, long way with my college football fandom. Disgusting. Five, six, seven years ago, you wouldn't have caught me dead sitting down I mean, on a Saturday watching that college football. You guys. Yeah. Okay. Tr- that, that makes and that has makes sense. To do with it, like yeah.
1: I would hate college football too if sure. my team was. Indiana. Yeah. So you know,
0: I mean that that definitely plays a little bit of a factor in it. I think that the fact that my team's never competitive, but I don't know. It's just I, I've always w- would rather watch any other sport than college football. The funny thing is though that NFL is my number two sport. I just I can't get behind college football. But I, mm. but like I said, I have come a long way and I enjoy it more than now than I
3: used to. That is pretty funny, Justin. It's what it is. What about? I guess we're – it certainly can't be your least favorite sport. So you like not, the WNBA not, better than college Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, not
0: anymore. WNBA is always going always to be at the bottom for what it's worth.
3: NWSL or college football? I'm, MLS.
0: I'm more likely to watch
3: NWSL than college football.
0: Well, not now. But.
3: That's wild. That's crazy. But, hey, whatever makes you happy.
0: But I mean, everything else—it's not even close. Baseball, football—I'd rather watch hockey over college football.
3: Really? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the NWSL, I think uh, Racing Louisville is at home tonight.
1: Um, Maybe. Funny hockey thing I saw the other night: so the Seattle Kraken—they're good. They—they—they uh, they, they began their first season this year. They—they <laughs> they were playing the Montreal Canadiens the other night at home. Whooped them. And during that game, they unveiled a banner of the Ciana, Seattle Senator? No, not Senators. Uh, whatever their team was back in the 1917, 19-teens, they unveiled their Stanley Cup banner. And the losers of that 1917 Stanley Cup series were the Montreal Canadiens. So <laughs> they waited until they played the Canadiens to unravel a banner from 104 years ago. I love what <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. hilarious. That's, well, what it's,
3: that's what it's all about. That's what sports are all about. Hey, we talked danky a little bit. Not the only news in regards to a decision.
1: We got a big bona decision.
3: We got a big bona decision on Monday.
1: I don't like it.
2: Anybody feeling good about it? I I I was thinking the same thing. I mean, first
3: off, who commits on a Monday? First and foremost, red flag. Red flag, you don't commit you don't do anything important on a Monday. I would think wake up and eat.
1: So I would understand – like, I, I'm a big proponent of do things when nothing else is going on. So, like, maybe he's thinking, oh, I can put this on I, – I can get this on Sports Center before Monday Night Football. So, maybe m- maybe that's some of the motivation. I know, a lot of those guys have been doing it on SportsCenter, like, Instagram Live lately with Paul B and Cardi. So, maybe that's the case. Um, but, you know, get on the crawl during Monday Night Football, that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you would Monday of all days.
3: It's down to Kentucky and UCLA. There was some chatter that maybe the professional route would be an option, but it's it's going to be Mick Cronin or John Calipari. Both UCLA and Kentucky have been in to see him this week. Of course, he recently visited UK not long ago, and then was on an official visit to UCLA this past weekend. He is a big center. He is big. He's a bruiser. Think Oscar Shiboy.
1: One big bruising Bona.
3: For all intents and purposes. Just uh, bigger, though.
1: Shibwe's only like six seven. He's 6'11"? Yes. Bona? Yeah, yeah.
3: He, he's definitely got a couple inches on him. I'd give six eight. Okay. I'd, I, but I wouldn't give him more. Wouldn't give him more. But yeah, Bona's bigger, but plays a similar style. Just going to be a rebounding machine at the college level. Should be a good interior score. Won't get pushed around by other Bigs, it's uh, you can understand why Kentucky wants him. You can understand UCLA wanting him as well. I just I think it's going to be UCLA.
1: It's a it's a West Coast kid. A West Coast kid. Those haven't worked that's, well for Kentucky that's recently. Currently, you know, playing in and the West Coast. He's all of the kind of comments from his camp have been talking about him getting the ball a lot, and I just don't I don't see that. If you have got Chayden Sharp there, I don't know things have been complicated with that recently, but yeah, I just don't. Not, not really picking up what Bona's been putting down as of late. Not feeling great about it.
3: But maybe it'll be a nice surprise. I, this one is completely and totally stress-free for me. If he picks Kentucky, that will be nice. I will be excited about that. Kentucky will be landing a nice player. If he does not pick Kentucky, I think Kentucky can get somebody that can make a bigger impact through the transfer portal for one year. Now, if Bona comes back for a sophomore year, then we could be saying yeah, that could be that could be disappointing for us, but UK could get another great big and uh, that that could be a freshman or you just continue to to hit the transfer portal if that's what you need to do so I, I don't I don't care I will be excited if he picks Kentucky and this isn't sour grapes because uh, I've been saying this for a couple months now if he picks UCLA I'll question his decision making process but wish him the best in all seriousness and and won't won't think about him again until he probably puts on a college jersey and I hear his name for the first time he plays for UCLA because Kentucky can get somebody better. So totally stress-free in my book, Roush, and I'll be yep. excited to see what, what the choice is. My guess, and it is just a guess, would be UCLA, but, but maybe Calipari's got something up his sleeve. Supposedly Calipari at, like, the Lexington tip-off luncheon was – I think they take some fan questions, but this also could have been from Leach or the MC or whoever it was – said, you recently went out west. How'd that visit go? And he, he kind of gave an answer that you wouldn't want to hear – Something you know, kind of gave the well. You know, it went well. It' good to see a few, a few people out there, but it you got to understand Kentucky's not for everybody. You got to find the guys that want to yeah. be here. Kind of gave that answer of yeah. like, well, well. Now that could be misdirection. It could just be him somebody pulling the string in his back, where it's just one of his normal six recruiting pitches. But situational, connecting the dots. You could say, all right, maybe he, he he doesn't feel great about where things are. Went out there for one final effort, tried his best, but, you know. Still
1: those damn bigs. What is it with bigs not wanting to be the best in the world and come to Kentucky? I don't understand it.
3: I don't uh, – Lively. Lively bothers me much more. What are you thinking, Lively? You're going to go play for John what, floor slapper? Sh- God. When you could have been a part of – like with Sharp and with so many – you know, just, Case and Wallace is going to be announcing soon. He's going to pick Kentucky. God.
1: It's Wild. Like can we? I I just, I just need like, you, just show me a clip of John Shire, at Duke slapping the floor. Just bring it with you to recruiting visits. Like you're really gonna play for this dork, this loser.
3: They really should just. Oh, uh, I think there is like a YouTube video of like this is why Coach K sucks, and it's just kind of like lowlights of Duke basketball and Coach K.
1: Oh, is it? This is why Duke sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cal
3: just needs to be doing that. Anytime it's a head-to-head with a Duke guy, just Man. play that. Just play that.
1: Really wish we had the... Need to go back to that time when we were really big on the YouTubes of making uh, rap videos on college campuses.
3: Oh, yeah. The glory days of really the internet. Some would say the internet's gone down since then. Oh, much. Yeah. That was like 2011, 2012. That was when
1: we were making videos about Facebook, like glorifying Facebook.
3: And then the boomers got on the internet and yeah, ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Started getting mean, nasty. Internet was completely safe, without issue, long, be- you know, since two thousand twelve. Yeah, that's where the cutoff was.
1: Yeah, it's not like "To Catch a Predator" was a show or anything <laughs> no, before that. It's
3: definitely not like when we were on AIM, we weren't cyberbullying and being cyberbullied. No, left never, and
1: right. never cyberbullying. Yeah, me, a cyberboy, a virtual locker.
3: No virtual locker was safe. <laughs> Tough guys.
2: Oh hey,
0: Justin, did you even have
1: internet in Beacon?
3: Shut up, dweeb. Yeah, I had internet. I didn't go around bullying people. I had a heart. We were saying we were bullying and getting bullied. No. Oh, we I never
2: got bullied. Speak deeper. for yourself. We
3: were just part of we were just part of the, the the cog.
1: The the worst uh worst thing I was ever a part of and I did not I I was just in the room for oh, this.
3: Yeah, right.
1: Because I <laughs> wouldn't have a heart to do it, but one of my friends convinced a girl like to be his girlfriend on AIM but then dumped her.
3: And the away message?
1: Like like within, you know, 15 minutes.
3: Away messages could get pretty nasty back yeah. in the old AIM days.
1: I really think there was a, a lot oh, of, like they just wanted to test the waters to see if like, ooh, do girls like me, you know? And didn't realize like, oh, they did. But, you know, that's like psychoanalyzing 13-year-olds.
3: So a 13-year-old got a girlfriend for a few seconds and then dumped her? It was like, ha! <laughs> Yeah. yeah, big whoop. That happens all the time.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's kind of mean about it.
3: you know. And you played a role in it?
1: Played a role. You should be ashamed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Real yeah. ashamed. Yeah, it was pretty ugly back then, too. All right, let's go to hour one break. Hour two coming up next. We've got a fun text line,
1: 502-414-1450. We'll talk a little
3: more about the cats in the
1: Bulldogs. Also, what the hell is going on in eastern Kentucky? it has been a few strange stories coming out.
3: Yeah, I've heard it. I don't really know all the details, but I'm sure you were going to to fill me in on that. And we got plenty else to get to here on Kentucky Roll Call, your Thursday edition. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalin will be right back after this. Fire. Don't touch me.
2: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
2: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
3: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh. Roush teased something exciting for hour two. I've kind of forgotten about it. I've gotten some big news myself for hour two. Ooh,
1: big news!
3: But I went and locked the door during that long commercial break. Justin, I don't know if you went outside or Roush. If you if it was here when you got here, like super duper creepy stalker van that's out there. Like this, I've yeah. never seen that car out there before, I saw and it. that is definitely bad news. Yeah, Here's there's
1: a. There's, some, there's somebody here?
3: Yeah, like this mini, like this weird, creepy, crappy minivan is out in the parking lot. We've oh, never seen that, you suck
1: it, buddy. <laughs> you suck it. What are you doing driving that thing? Car's <laughs> getting worked on. He's making a rattling <laughs> so sound, so I'm using my parents' van, and uh, we're moving stuff in it tomorrow.
3: That van has been places. Oh, man. We walked outside. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what uh,
1: in the hell? My, uh, <laughs> yeah, my, we,
3: were, we actually were confused for a second. <laughs> we were like, it's got to be Roush's
2: car.
1: My friend's... Uh, I actually had some friends borrow it and they started calling her Mabel, which is a funny name for a vehicle. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, basically my, instead of a pickup truck, my parents just have a van where, you know, you stick, stick a bunch of stuff in the back of the minivan.
0: For what it's worth, I totally see you as a minivan type of guy.
3: Oh, t- yeah. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a minivan of your <laughs> own yet and you only have one kid.
1: And Brooke is very anti-minivan. I'm like, no, minivans, would it would be great. But she's like, well, then you drive it. And it's like, well, I drive to Lexington all the time. I'm not going to be doing that in a big vehicle. So um, we're – because we're eventually going to have to upgrade. She's got a Jeep Cherokee, and those are a little small. going to have to, you know, get the third-row mm-hmm. seating. So not sure what it'll be. I would be pro-minivan, but she's very anti-minivan. So –
3: Maybe you can talk her into it someday. Maybe she'll realize just how practical they are.
1: Uh my in-walls have a Buick Enclave, which is pretty nice. It's got the bucket seats, third row. That'll probably not be what it's gonna be. So
3: All right, my news, because it'll be quick. And okay. I'm excited what we're talking about with you. For hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call, seven to nine, Monday through Friday on Big X Sports Radio. Replay goes nine to eleven. You can catch us anywhere you get your podcast. Or just tell your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio, and it'll do it. That's also a really easy way to listen to the show. Uh, and then sometimes we tweet out links. The We have a Facebook page, Kentucky Roll Call. Join us there. That's always a good time. But Stephen Godfrey, who I'm not, you know, I see on Twitter all the time, but I don't follow and I don't really know where he works. Big, big
1: coaching search guy. He was previously with SB Nation. And I think he still might be.
3: Said, what's more tired? Star Wars bringing back Palpatine? Bobby Petrino returning to the FBS. Anyways, stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Bobby's coming back, He's baby. Coming back. Bobby 3.0. Satterfield's out of here. Yeah. He learned from his mistakes. Only six coaching staff family members this go around. No more, no less. Them's are the rules. But, oh, no, it man. obviously won't be at L. Oh, oh, I've got it. Washington State.
1: Texas Tech.
3: Oh, Texas Tech would be awesome. Yeah.
1: Big I'd be 12. so I'd be so into that. Oh man! And new look Big 12 too, so he'd be coming up to Cincinnati.
3: And like new look Big 12 would probably take him back to like his Bobby 1.0 days. You know, yeah. Like you don't have to be the king of the recruiters. Yeah, that's fine. He never will be. Right. Just go play that genius offensive style you've got in that brain of yours. Bobby Utrino should be back in FBS. The stuff that happened at Louisville, the team quit on him. So the reason it looks so bad. And make no mistake about it. He was neglecting the trenches on recruiting on both sides of the ball. He's a, total, talent, yeah. he's a total jerk. That never changed. Had way too many family members on staff for it to – like there's just no way that your family members are the best people for all these jobs. Like right. maybe one of them or two of them we could be convinced. Not all of them. There's no way. I'm not going to buy it. And uh, But he is a genius. Like he is a really, really smart offensive mind. And he makes quarterbacks a lot better. Man, and he yeah. makes wide receivers a lot better, so I I if I was a team, I, you know Texas Tech is they've had so much like they've had success. Have they? Know, do you, yeah, they have
1: since Michael H., You know, I mean, not on the. Not, I don't. I don't They think haven't had on
3: the national scale, but they've had like eight non-win seasons. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong about that. They
1: have not had a winning season since Michael H. ten years ago or twelve years. ago. They've had a winning season since I don't, then. I don't think a winning There's season. no
3: way that's true.
1: Yeah, because six and six doesn't count.
3: That's technical, that, that is technical. Six uh, regular seasons. Well, they I think might they, they done... actually, like for benefits and stuff, give six and six as winning seasons, but it should not count. It's not a winning season. It's a 500 season. Right, right. I've always been pretty passionate about that.
1: They've had a pretty bad record since the late Twelve, though.
3: Wow. And, that'd be news to me. Yeah. I just feel like I always see them winning a stupid game here or there.
1: Yeah, but that's the Big 12, you know, winning stupid games here and there. Uh, even Uh Because even K- Kingsbury wasn't good there, right? I mean, maybe he had one exceptional year with – Patrick freaking Mahomes, but
3: He went eight and five in two
1: thousand thirteen. Okay. So that's a seven and five season they won a bowl game. They went to okay. a
3: Birmingham bowl in twenty seventeen, Texas bowl in twenty fifteen.
0: They've actually had three eight and five seasons and a seven and six season since Mike Leach left. Oh
1: so all seven wins they haven't had an eight win season, I guess, regular season, it was the stat that I saw then. But they haven't been great. Yeah, that's that would be accurate. They haven't been great. So would love to see Bobby back there. That makes a little bit more sense. Missouri State, Midwestern footprint. I just Pullman feels very far off and I can't see. Yeah, but at them. least nobody's
3: gonna give a crap about what you do there.
1: It's true. It's true. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
3: you, you will I mean, Mike Leach just had to say the most outlandish things just to get coverage up there. And even that was like you know 12-hour news cycles, and then it was out of it. He can go up there, and if he sucks, nobody's going to care. If he's good, nobody's probably going to care. But if he's really good, maybe they would.
1: No, we've mentioned Power 5 jobs, though. So he did just say FBS. He did say FBS. So, uh, UConn. we,
3: We could be thinking too big. UConn. UConn. I think he'd stay at Missouri State before going to UConn.
1: Wouldn't that be funny,
3: Bobby two point Western? Bring him back.
1: <laughs> oh, Helton's got to go in there. The the rule about Bobby is
3: he's just he's every he's get, he gets every place twice. If he's coached there once, he gets another go around. Sorry, Atlanta Falcons, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. All right, Roush. So be on the lookout for Bobby Petrino. That's what I had during the oh, break. Man. What do That's you've got for us?
1: Hilarious. Uh, what I have is just a lot more odd. Couple things happening. There was a. Uh, The newspaper headline out of Corbin was unlike any other sort of newspaper headline you've seen. Uh, As
3: you stall to pull it up.
1: Yep. And it's... It was wacky. I had the other story pulled up. But in the news journal, Corbin woman stabs man over dispute, after dispute over sex toy. And it was because she let her cousin borrow her sex toy and they wouldn't give it back. So she shot him, stabbed him, stabbed, stabbed him. him. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty weird. The one that really we've just all,
3: we've all been there.
1: Kind of like <laughs> that. That's kind of like a ha ha he he. Hazard High School. <laughs> Somebody getting stabs a ha ha he he. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just classic stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. It it just stab
1: all the time. goofing. Stab goofing all the time. Uh, Hazard High School. They have punished the superintendent of the Hazard Independent School says that. Disciplinary action has been taken after Hazard High School posted videos from a pep rally during homecoming week. Uh, They called it, uh, students and staff took part in a man pageant on costume day. And costume day appears to just be, let's dress up our kids as salacious as possible. It's very odd. Like to have, uh, after boys dressed as girls gave teachers lap dances, that just very weird sentences strung together. And here's the thing, TJ I understand that there are some, uh, like you, you do some goofy things in high school. Like for the Powder Puff games, the guys dress up as like cheerleaders and then they do a dance, you know, like that's that's good fun. The uh, let's let's have them kind of, uh, I feel like there were some lines crossed here. that safe to say?
3: yeah, uh, it's probably probably so yeah. you feel like at some point somebody would have been like, all right, this is kind of weird and to gross. have the
1: kid like copping a feel like rubbing the teacher's belly and backing his booty up against him just weird
3: really does something need to be made of the fact that everybody in all these pictures are smiling does anything need to be made of that? That clearly, it looks like everybody's enjoying themselves.
1: Yeah, like it wasn't. I don't think anybody was uh, like that. Participated was leaving feeling um, violated, pressured into it, or anything like that. But it is just weird, right? And And you probably shouldn't be doing it. It
3: being like a real small town, real close knit community. Is there anything to be made of that too?
1: Well, I think that they're going to like. Everybody there has probably a very shared, similar, like, we don't care about this kind of stuff. So we're going to do what we're going to do. But you probably shouldn't be posting it to your pages. Yeah. Seems like a,
3: a big time lapse of judgment all across the board. It's just, I would have a tough time being outraged by this because I'm impacted zero.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm not outraged by yeah. by any means. Uh, I will say I want to commend the Courier-Journal for some of their journalism uh, because the end of the story is just, that's where you really, really pops because they got a quote from somebody on the school board that said, normally, Happy Mobellini, the principal, is a pretty gum strict. So that <laughs> surprises me. And, and then they go to list kind of, how strict Happy Mobilini is. Well, Happy got in trouble quite a bit uh, previously. He's he's also the mayor of Hazard, I might add. <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble back in 08 when photos posted to Facebook showed him driving while his daughter and four of her teenage friends drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes in the vehicle. Uh, and then... Um, Still not seeing the issue. The principal came under scrutiny earlier in 2008 when police charged twelve underage students with alcohol intoxication after they were drinking at the high school football field, and he was with them thirty minutes prior, but he didn't see any alcohol at the time.
3: Well, yeah, what, what he can't have eyes on his students twenty four seven. He's not the government.
1: P- being the principal, driving your kids around while they're drinking and smoking—maybe
3: he didn't know. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, couldn't smell the smoke. <laughs> Wait, well, he, 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 he had gotta, COVID. He got, you have to. It, Two thousand eight. It's different, different community.
1: Um, but also, like you're the pr- like. This guy got elected mayor? Yeah. Hey, at
3: some point, though, you know, like, when does it get to just, if everybody there is happy, then what's it our business?
1: Man pageant. Just...
0: Co- we've covered some wild school stories this year. I thought you were going to talk yeah, about Yeah, the,
1: the the dog, the peeing and the, the the kids cat. dressing up as dogs and then peeing in the school to mark their territory. And
0: you got the cats.
1: Yeah, is this any worse yeah. than people
3: dressing up as cats and hissing at people? I think
1: that's worse. The ki- people dressing up as cats and stuff. I think you can make a case yeah, that that's just worse. weirder. This is just like a one-off homecoming thing. Like, okay, you took it too far. I think slap you had- on the wrist, let's move on. Um, maybe a slap on <laughs> principal's butt. <laughs> so weird, do, do, like, do, like do, I, because here's the thing: there, you're right in that like certain things become acceptable in a vacuum, and we don't know. Like, I just want to know what got to Same. this. Same. I want the to whole make, video. I want yeah, the whole video. Like, I, want, I, I, you, I need like a thirty for thirty on this. Well, and how do you present it to where it is normal? You know, like what's the kind of sales pitch for like this is, this is going to be our pep rally for the day? You know, because like we we had some goofy pep rallies. We would do skits that. Other people wouldn't think we're funny, but we thought we're hilarious. You know.
3: Well, good good comedy is walking somebody's hand, walking somebody's hand up to the line of what's acceptable, and then very slowly and deliberately crossing that line. Right. So I'm guessing that like everybody's probably just having fun. Everybody was laughing. They had had like you know the the man then, lingerie just in case they thought like it was going well, and, and they the, probably just were like let's couple, do it.
1: Couple had, had, there was probably a couple of jokesters that just went off. Took it too far. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: And there's been weird stuff at like St. X's pep rallies before. Oh, yeah, nothing yeah. nothing like this, I can assure you. But uh, <laughs> just like goofy, goofy high school shenanigans that happen places. This is a little, this is, this is weird. Make no mistake about and, it. And the the big like, part,
1: the big part in all of this that just people don't understand, don't post it to your official athletics Facebook page. Like that—that's the thing. All the TikTok stuff where people are like, "Let's hit a lick and let's punch a teacher." Like that's like a new thing, the new trend. Let's try to uh, physically harm or they're touch a teacher. Te- they're punching they're, teachers. It's—it's it's like touch a teacher or something like that. Like you're supposed to—I don't know—but like let's also capture this and share this with the world. If you're gonna be a snothead, just don't don't put it on the internet, you idiots. Let's go back to 2012. I'm okay? anti-punching teachers. Yes, very anti. Let's go back to 2012. I
3: thought you were going to talk about speaking of punching, like the district attorney punching the lawyer down there in Eastern Kentucky or something like oh, that. Oh no, that happened. Yeah, I thought that's. But then I did forget about the uh, the hazard stuff that was going on down there. Yeah, Pulaski, Kentucky Nick is
1: a district attorney. Down P- there. Pulaski
3: County Attorney got into a fight with someone who is a a well-known defense attorney in Somerset. Huh.
1: Good. Handling it the old-fashioned way.
3: Good old-fashioned fights.
1: So, yeah, every once in a while, you just got to settle things mano-a-mano. Maybe not tackle them off their lawnmower like uh, Rand Paul, you know, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not technically a duel if you're just... Agreed to throw Not, something. There's nothing hands. that
3: good old fashioned conversation can't fix. So people in Somerset, stop fighting. Pulaski, stop fighting. Yeah. Hazard, stop having high school boys do strip teases. Come on, we can figure this stuff out. We can do it together. Let's get to the Thornton's 414 Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A Texer says with just the cats gone, you guys can run over your time limit again. That's that's a net gain. Your guy's rambling is better than any oral diarrhea those buffoons could spit out. Oh, wow. Wow. Really that dropping is the hammer. descriptive. George R. R. Martin, is that you with that kind of literary writing?
1: Wow. <laughs> Back and to the bro- books. Then he broke her fast on a bit of bread and cheese. Then it's 17 pages about that
3: specific cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, I mean,
0: they,
1: then it's something good. I Listening to those audiobooks, he broke her, she broke her fast. I mean, that started so many, like, you got to mention eating the food.
3: Been over 10 years since he's released a book. <laughs> it was just wild.
1: Pretty crazy that they can do the entire like TV show. People were hoping while... for, and
3: make a new one. People were hoping for two books. I've read a lot more Game of Thrones stuff over since the finale and whatnot. And it does seem that once they ran out of book, that, like, people on the set said that they just, like, it, it became much more unstructured, unprofessional, not nearly as good. Which a lot of people don't think the final few seasons were good for Game of Thrones, so that stuff adds up. I, they they weren't good. Like, they weren't as good. I was still entertained, I should say. Yeah, They were good, not as entertained, but... Um. Yeah, they got a new one coming out, what, next summer? Yeah. House of the Dragon? Yeah. Next spring, maybe? I don't know if they've announced the date for when it is, but it's next year.
1: I would I would assume that they're going to do like a fall release. Did you – I forgot. I didn't realize this until I saw people tweeting about it the other day. There's a new season of Curb?
3: Yeah. It was on Sunday. It was hilarious. Oh, man. Great
1: episode. Got to watch it. You should. I love the last season. Oh,
3: putting it on at 10.30. Give me a break. <laughs> and speaking of complaining about times, allow me to continue. Kentucky-Duke, 9.30, 8 out of 11 championship classics. Kentucky has been the late game, according to one person that tweeted me that. So Prime I'm, I'm going to roll with it. Let's get the two Eastern time zone teams. Put them close to 10 o'clock to satisfy West Coast viewers. <laughs> I hate it. It just it sucks. Me yeah. Screw the West it's Coast viewers. Like, th- there is... What, I don't even know who who can do something about this. Somebody help. I'm so sick of the late games. It's not fun. It just it takes a little bit of the fun out of it. And also on top of it, having to wait till ten o'clock on a Tuesday night just sucks.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's always ten o'clock. There's not nine thirty.
3: They've gotten better at it where it's closer to like nine forty-five-ish. But if the Michigan State, Kansas game goes to overtime, then it's after ten at that point. Yep. Like easily after ten. Mm-hmm. They've gotten a little bit better about hurrying things up, but uh, this year with Coach K, they probably have to have a parade throughout Madison Square Garden, yep, yep. empty the arena out, put it back in. They... I'm sick of the light. Kentucky plays way too many of
1: them. Dot back
3: and times just instead of basketball times being seven and nine, they need to be. Which, six thirty and eight thirty or six and eight.
1: We have some on SEC network this year. Yeah. Yeah. Seems which like is South nice. Carolina
3: always gets weird yeah, like Big Ten always games. Big Ten
0: Network always does six. They, and
1: eight. they started that. Big Ten, best and only good thing you've done in years. Good job. Good job.
3: They played football that one time.
1: Man, Penn State, James Franklin. That dude is such an idiot. Any news? No, it's just every time he talks, you're just like yeah i mean get better at wine oh
3: speaking of the time stuff the next text on the thornton sex line old man take why in the world do we always tip off basketball season at 10 p.m on a tuesday i hate eastern time zone for sports more than anything yeah welcome to the club you're in good company because we complain about time zones very frequently all the time suck at time zones just bogus what what if kentucky and duke were just like no no, in Kansas Central Time, if they were playing at ten, then or nine thirty, that's eight thirty for them.
1: Still late. Yeah, this but isn't better. even people as morning like, like just because we're due radio in the morning. No, I would go to bed at ten.
3: I've yet to hear, hear a good counter to times are dictated on where the game's being played. I've talked about this before. I'm going to reiterate it very quickly. But like, if there is a West Coast Monday Night Football game, that sucks. East Coasters, that game started at seven thirty. It's convenient for the West Coasters yeah. to get to the game. That means it's a ten thirty Monday Night yeah. game. It sucks for us. That's just what we got to deal. Monday with. Monday Night
1: Football started with the sun up but, this week.
3: But Monday Night Football at for the Giants if they're hosting because you know the NFC East is on TV all seventy three uh, so times sick, a year. Just so sick of the NFC East. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But if they're hosting a Monday night football game against the Cowboys, that's a 7.30 Eastern time game. And you know what, West Coast? That means 4.30 for you. Get out of the office a little early. Go have a happy hour. It's a Monday. Deal with it. Time should be dictated not on a national scale, but on a local scale. And the rest of the country just has to suck it up and and live life. Pac-12, if you want a college football game on a Saturday at 8 o'clock your time, and that's 11 o'clock Eastern, We don't complain about it. We don't whine. We're excited about it. And guess what? We have noon games. That's a nine o'clock. So we can do it. We already do do it. We just need to do more of it. In rant.
1: Oh my gosh,
3: the crowd's going crazy.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll be doing this later, too. Yeah, like in three months. Yeah, whenever we have another four-way time game. Absolutely. Yep.
3: A texter says on the Kentucky Truck Sales text line, Hannah Barron, greater than Pickle. If you don't know, you should. Let's do a little Google search here.
0: Y'all don't know who Hannah Barron is?
1: Barry and Brown?
3: How would I know what who Hannah Barron is?
1: I don't know. You can just watch a little TV.
3: What about some big TV?
1: Don't have time.
3: <laughs> she looks like she's a catfisher?
1: Noodler. Noodler? What they call them. Yeah, I
3: guess you're right. Old Hunter Cantwell was a noodler, I believe.
1: Well, I can't throw well.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's 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 cute.
1: Hunting, fishing.
3: Justin, would you go noodling with her? Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: I'd go noodling with anybody. That sounds like a blast. you never been? No. Have you?
1: I just, you strike me, that sounds like something that would be done. It'd be it'd be a fun activity in Pekins, you know? Eh,
0: we don't really have a lot of big catfish. I actually don't have a lot of body of water, period.
1: Did you hunt? Did you fish? I was, I've always been more of a hunter than a fisher. Now, what kind of uh, hunting? Deer?
0: Squirrel, deer. Oh, yeah. squirrels. Oh yeah. Squirrels are the most
3: fun.
1: Just cause they're they're everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. You don't have to wait very long.
3: Just imagine Justin like walking around UK's campus with a rifle.
1: <laughs> no, you can't air rifle, Drew Barker. Oh, you yeah. can't get oh, campus oh, squirrels. Oh, yeah.
0: If if Kentucky's campus squirrels are anything like Bloomington's, they are some friendly people and they they will come right up to you.
1: Also Yeah, you get some big you get some big boys. Remember too. how big of a deal we made that? The air rifle thing?
3: Yes. Man. There was an alert that went out on campus. I like, think
1: that was why I was a big, because like you were like, oh, crap, is this active shooter? It's like, oh, it's idiots with air rifle guns.
3: Still was kind of dumb. Breaking news. Young people do dumb things. Yep. And breaking news. Not exclusive to young people. Old people. Middle age. People do dumb things. Uh, there's a lot of evidence of that. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. Uh, we've got more of this text line to finish up, and they're some of the textures bringing up some Ooh. good topics that I'm excited to get to.
1: And I've got some good news for folks traveling to Starkville.
3: No, that can't be.
1: Yeah,
2: the, <laughs> well, the game got, news the game got moved.
3: Starkville's been replaced. Uh, we'll be back. I'm excited for this good news about Starkville. Text on into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You're listening to KRC on Big exports Radio.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I ate a
3: tuna sandwich on my first day, so Andy started calling me Big Tuna. I don't think any of them actually know my real name. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. One final segment. Roush, tell everybody about the Bobby Cook Golf Academy.
1: Man, it's conveniently located for anywhere who's anybody who's in the Kentuckiana area. Right off exit four in southern Indiana. Three state-of-the-art golf simulators to make sure that your golf game doesn't suffer when it gets too cold to play during the winter months. So go check them out today. Uh, you can visit them online, Bobby cook golf Academy. That's cook with an E.com or give Bobby a call at eight, one, two, uh, eight, one, two, not eight, one, two again, eight, one, two, nine, one, three, four, four, one, five. You can book, uh, tee time to play around, you can hit the driving range or you can get lessons from Bobby at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy.
3: It's a great place. Really Absolutely is. great place. All right, Roush, final segment. What do you got for us?
1: Well, um, I have some good news, folks, for anybody who's going to Starkville. Real cheap tickets. If you uh,
3: live in the area, you should go to that game. Yep.
1: Adams says that the Dark Horse Tavern... Is the place to be. My in-laws are in, they they hail from Starkville, Mississippi, and I can tell you that's about the best place in that area. Great pizza and fantastic drinks. So the Dark Horse Tavern is going to be the place to go for any folks in Starkville. Boom. There you have it.
3: There you have it. Should be a good time. Six o'clock start, local time. Yep. Cats at Mississippi State. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. We'll have Adam Luckett on from Kentucky Sports Radio. And then, remember, be by phone tomorrow. You may want to call in doing a new contest. We'll give you all the details tomorrow. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. Keep the text coming into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And remember to download that Thornton's Refreshing Fuel Rewards, a lot of R's, member. You're going to mm-hmm. save a few cents on gasoline each time you fill up. There are Thorntons everywhere. So why wouldn't you try to save a couple bucks each and every time if you could? Boom. It adds up. Go out of your way, if, but you really probably won't have to because there are Thorntons every place. Let's get back to the Thornton's text line, 5024141450. A texter says, Good morning, TJ. Name someone with a worse food palate than you in two seconds. Justin Kalen. Not a chance. Nick, people that are not vaccinated can be infected with COVID by people that have been vaccinated. Suck it, Nick. Come on. That's from UK Pass. Maybe they meant the Justin Kalen. Come on. (laughs)
0: Come on. on. Nick, you might be better than me now.
1: Mm, Wow. Interesting. Poor Scooty. No trick-or-treating. Sleeps on the floor and hasn't gotten laid since January.
2: (laughs) Sleeping
0: on the floor is by choice. Not being laid by choice. <laughs> oh, that's by choice. And yeah, I mean, all three of those things are by choice. So I don't know. If that, I don't know all if that, that was choice? supposed to be a day. Absolutely. Yeah. You think I couldn't do any of that if I wanted to?
3: Uh, there's on. one I'm not so sure you could. Absolutely. As a matter of fact,
0: it's probably not the one you're thinking of.
3: <laughs> you couldn't sleep. You you could not not sleep on the floor. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it. Well, I, I just don't want to hear it from you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to hear it from Justin. Basically insinuating that he could get girls if he wanted to. Absolutely. Just doesn't want it. Absolutely. Just doesn't want girls. Doesn't care. You're so <laughs> full
0: of it. I'm a I'm a great guy. I've got a good
3: personality. You are. I agree with those things. I do agree that you could get girls, but you are insinuating that you are choosing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? like yeah. He's choosing not to, he, although he knows that he can.
0: but Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm I am not your typical guy. I, you all know that.
1: Yes, that is a one hundred percent. You all know that.
3: Why don't you tell the listeners what you mean by that, though?
0: I'm just I I don't I'm not chasing after all that. You know, I mean, I had my crazy years in my in my college years. I don't I don't need that anymore.
3: I, I'm, I, I totally understand. I'm, that. I'm basically a born, with, basically
0: know? a born again virgin at this point. Oh gosh! Might as well save myself you from marriage. You're gonna wear an
1: abstinence ring.
3: <laughs> well, I think you know that's good. That that's something you're not fixated on, or yeah. that, that's such a there's, concern. There's to this, you. there's so many more important things. But I, I just can't help but think that if it wasn't served up to you to go on a date with somebody that you found attractive, that you'd be like, you know, I'm just not. I don't care about that stuff anymore. I think you'd be like, hell yeah, let's roll. Mm, no, i are we prob- I'd well, probably Let's go tell to the Bobby Cook Academy. Okay. I don't just, know if I agree with that.
0: I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm 32 now. I'm not 20 anymore.
3: <laughs> you're th- you're just saying that like you're a 79 year old man that's, that's just got to hang it up. That's how point. I feel. Hell, if you're 79, you can go out there and mingle. Gonna, gonna retire. I should say at night. Well, you know what? There's age knows no, a love knows no age. Actually. Probably should. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably should. <laughs> texter says, late to the party, but grew up in Edmondson County. 100% called it a wasper until I got older and got made fun of for it. Peer pressure made me change.
1: Hell's a wasper.
3: What's that in reference to?
1: Ooh, I think it was were... a KRC texter. Yeah, I think they meant KSR because they were talking wasp and waspers Oh, the other day. Yeah.
3: yeah. This person's texted in about KRC, so must have accidentally got the text lines mixed up.
1: Crossing the strings. Hey, it happens. Yep.
3: And uh, that's, that's we have no issues with it. We love all texts that come into the Thornton sex line, even if they're not meant for us.
1: <laughs> Just, you okay? This one's funny. Because I can see it now. I didn't see it before, but I see it now. Brad White and Peter Dinklage are twins, and you cannot convince me otherwise.
3: I see it. I mean, they're not
1: twins.
3: They could be like distant cousins.
1: Well, Brad White's just got the goatee, you know?
3: You could you could find out that those two have some like they're related somehow and you'd be like, Oh, I could see that. Yeah. But not twins. It's not it's not good enough for twins.
1: Oh, because Peter Dinklage is short?
3: No, because their faces uh, don't look at, no, because their think faces you're being well, their their faces look somewhat similar. It's not twin similar. And That's they're all true. headshots anyways. who you know, you you don't you don't care. I don't see it at all, boys. Oh wow. Is that because Peter Dinklage is right? Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Suck it, Scoots!
0: That would suck. I liked uh, oh. somebody on the ten.
1: Facebook group. That was it was a great callback. Oh. Uh, more bars and more places. Uh remember those commercials? Mm-hmm. It was like uh singular ATT. Oh, on the Facebook picture yeah. that we oh, put on there. Yeah, yeah. You know.
3: It did that did make me laugh. Yeah.
0: Well, I knew when we were lining up for the picture. I was like, this isn't gonna be good.
3: <laughs> Texter says, as a Dane myself, oh nope. Uh why would Dane Key need a nil house in Louisville if he's going to own the U secondary while in college?
2: Oh
1: man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Any updates on Court Dennison? Yeah, what Leave of the- Absence? Best recruiter? Supposedly was kinda Getting familiar with people he shouldn't be getting familiar with. Should have more of a Justin Kalen mindset.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also, that just has not gone like anyone expected.
3: The Court Denison stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and he's technically a co-defense coordinator, and people have been frustrated with the defense.
1: They expected a lot more of him. They from did. Recruiting though, but I do think he was the uh,
3: leader recruiter on their best recruit that they have
1: though. I think that they would, if shame. he would tell you off the record though, that he's been handcuffed as to who he can recruit though. Oh, that's at least. Some why of don't the...
3: you? Why don't you just spill the beans, man?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know the full details because it's not it's not my entire scoop.
3: Now, come on, just then that's even all the better. Slow leak.
1: But I don't, I don't like know the full, life's too short not to. Like Court Denison's gossip. mad that he can't recruit who he wants to or whatever. Where he wants to. So maybe this is him just acting up and ready to get the hell out of there, like everybody else (laughs) at UofL. This different
3: type of acting up, unrelated to the football. Uh, But I think he was the lead recruiter for Popeye Williams, who is a good football player that for some reason has decided to play at the University of Louisville. That's weird. Good football players going to the University of Louisville? He decided to back off that commitment. He's good. He really is good. Good player for the cards. Uh texter says, as a Dane myself, you can suck it, Roush. The most idiotic question I've gotten in my life is if it's short for something. Yeah! That's, Fight back against Roush, Danes, all across the planet. That's the dumbest question you've ever gotten
0: in your life? That's the text that really made me laugh, because when you brought that up, Nick, I was kind
1: of in the same mindset. Like, that is so stupid.
0: <laughs> what would Dane be short for? <laughs> I just
1: think all names should be short for another name. It's like, <laughs> Scoots is short for Scooter. Yep, that's yeah. true. Justin, short for Just Daniel. <laughs> I'm here for it. TJ is for, short for on <laughs> Roush is short for Roush <laughs> A
3: texter says, Would love for UK to just come out on fire and go up by three scores by the end of oh, the first quarter. Yeah, in on that. <laughs> 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 Best text we've ever gotten on the Thornton sex line.
1: got the first quarter, three
3: touchdowns? They continue, and they say, if only to maybe shut up those damn cowbells. I hate having to hear that crap over the air. Can't imagine how awful they sound in person. Ugh. I just have never really been triggered by the cowbells, and I've been in the thick of them.
1: It's to, yeah, I just think really like loud noise
3: me. is loud noise to me. So if it's a ringing loud noise, I've been pretty impressed with how – Steady I can be having that baby scream in my face for like six months.
1: <laughs> Good job. Like, you know. Oh, because it gets tough. Sometimes, like just like uh like it'll be it won't be the initial scream, but like fourth or fifth, it hits you right in your spine and kind of just like, like tingles down. Yeah, you're just like, oh like, it hits me right you, in the soul.
3: Do you have to watch the shaking baby video in the hospital? Yes, yes. Only a five-minute video, all total common sense, but they were like if you get mad at your baby, instead of shaking it, go for a walk. Have a cigarette. <laughs> go exercise. Like, really, like that. I'm not, I'm, not, that's not hyperbole. That's the what thing, the video said. And the I was th- like,
2: oh. The
1: thing is, though, okay, is you really, like, you, you, you watch that and you're like, like, I need to watch this. And then you have a moment where you're just like, Oh my God. Like I get why people shake their kids. Like this is That's I'm, a I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm on my last rope. You gotta you gotta be careful with the stuff that you're saying. I can
3: understand why people would be super frustrated with a toddler, an infant, or a child, sometimes even a parent or a spouse or whatever. Um yeah, I get what you're saying. Like with the remote, if it's not working, sometimes people just wanna like You just want to throw it. You're just frustrated. Yeah. Um but as the video said, Roush, have a cigarette. Yeah. We have okay? people out Don't... here
0: shaking their babies. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
2: Shut the hell up.
3: Yeah, it's actually, yeah, can people, like, they, like can kill, kill babies. That yeah. is wild. Very, very yeah. sad. It, is, it is serious, as much as we're goofing about Jeez. it. But, like, anybody with a brain should know not to shake baby, a baby. K-
1: baby can't kill itself from crying. It's cries. cross. They cry. Babies cry. They poop. They sleep. They do poop. I can <laughs> confirm that they do poop. Yep. Quite a bit, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep, yep,
3: yep. I was reading up on what they did with babies in colonial America. Imagine, wild, wild stuff.
1: Imagine like the amount of poop and like what do you what do you do with it? Oh, they
3: just would use the same diapers for the most part <laughs> and just like wash them off. But they, a lot of times they would just like for real young newborns, they'd put them for all intents and purposes think of like a casket kind of and yeah. just basically like swaddle them, but swaddle them like in a box. And then they'd just come back later that day and be like, "All right, time for feeding, doing that." Just, like, let them be for five hours.
1: Let them just sit there, cry. And yeah, because they'd know. be out
3: working. You yeah. know, they wouldn't have time to do it. And then they said that colonial toddlers were the fastest potty trained kids in all the known world. Huh. Don't know how that is or how they know that or why that is. Yeah, how do you? I, 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 But I tell you what, some of my friends, very gross, but they'll send me Snapchats of some of their kids that are, like, two, three, four years old. Just some of their oopsies that they have here and there. Those are human. Those are grown up. That's grown-up feces. Yep. So I, you bet your sweet butt that Lucy's gonna be getting potty trained asap.
1: Ooh, the uh, the different methods too, which I if they the, could do
3: in the 18th century. The, I the do
1: one it. that I think is the most intriguing is the we're just gonna go Pooh Bear style, and explain. Winnie the Pooh only wears a shirt, no bottoms, and so when they have to go they go normally and it's all over them so they're like oh i don't want to do this i'm going to use the toilet but you have to like take y- precautions you're gonna you you're get gonna, stung a few times exactly
3: you take out the hive but you're gonna you're gonna pay for it a little
1: bit some I, I think you could do this very well if you kept them outside quite a bit but one of our friends they would like just late put tarps down in like their living room like <laughs> we're staying in the room all day
3: and then when the baby does it, you're like, well, you know, when this happens, you come to me. Yeah. And we go we get potty. You. Yeah. Okay. Parenting. Wild. It's, that's an interesting technique. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I'm not totally against it. I think yeah. the wife, if she's listening, she's probably saying, hell no. It's like,
1: what do we have? To, if we can make a sort short term sacrifice for long term gains, it's worth it. But you a just,
3: month of that versus another oh, year of th- diapers. They would do yeah, it. That's the way you got to would think do it in it. a weekend. Yeah. They get it figured out that in quickly. A weekend, yeah. Oh, then we're getting poop on the couch. <laughs> 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 the poo bear, we're in. We're making we're making that happy that happen. And you know the funny thing is, is that like if she is crying, she is either tired, she is hungry, or she has a dirty diaper. Yep. Just guaranteed, it's not going to be anything else besides those three things. So she hates it, even if it's just like a little bit wet. She just hates being uncomfortable with that. Maybe we could be onto something there. Yep. Maybe we could be honest. More you know. A texter says, I'm now picturing TJ as Baker Mayfield in the commercial putting nachos in the Trick or Treaters <laughs> bags at the Brown Stadium. I Haven't oh, seen man. that commercial.
1: They they oh, well, my the gosh. part
3: well, Now went, I feel like we ripped so off the commercial.
1: Now they do the, um, the like the in-game ads where you won't completely go away to a commercial break, they'll show sp- kind of split screen. They did one during an injury timeout last Thursday and it was a real shame because it was during the Browns game but Baker was on the sideline. It'd be great if Baker was, you know, playing or whatever. It's That's like,
0: true. ah. TJ, you got to see the commercial. It's actually really funny. He puts the nachos in the bag and then he has the cheese dispenser the pump and he, he just, just
3: pumps, pumps it, a, and just pumps into a the couple <laughs> into, the <bag>. <laughs> 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 into the bag. That's really kind of what I had in mind uh, for our show. <laughs> we could just for dump bit. hot salsa. Which, on by the, the chips. way,
1: when you go to a party, like sometimes I will with oh, super uh, the end walls, and <laughs> they have the nacho cheese pump there. Like, man, what a freaking –
3: can't remember the last time I went to a party that had a nacho cheese dump. I do m- maybe like when we were going to like every for three year stretch where we'd be going to senior parties, like graduation yeah, parties. Yeah. You know, we'd go probably starting our sophomore, or junior years, and then maybe end up having to go to like one. Or, Ooh, look our, at me, Justin. our freshman year. Of college. I, I know.
1: P- I was friends with older right? kids. That's what I was. Thinking. You weren't friends
3: with older kids. You didn't go to a senior graduation party for somebody ever older than you. I mean I didn't yeah Every once in a while, yeah. But you'd see cheese dispensers of those bad boys. Yeah, yeah. And I remember also one of our one of our friends had a slushy machine. That was pretty cool. Ooh. You think back at that though, you, we were 18. Like I wonder, oh, I bet we were like probably gonna put Sneaking. alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah. ooh, a mixed fruity drink. Nice. Get a bad hangover. Walk real much
1: <laughs> real over. bad hangover. Of uh, your body could handle it back then. What a dingus. That's what you get coming from pinking. They actually do not play any sports there. Football is a bit too tough for the Musketeers.
0: You have no idea how accurate that statement is. Football's too tough? We got football my senior year, won our very first game. This was 2008, mind you. And if I had to guess, I don't know the official numbers, but if I had to guess, after that first game, Easter has probably won four football games.
1: (laughs) I'm not joking. In 15 years? I'm
0: not joking. It's so pathetic. Yeah, we can't play football.
1: Oh, man. That's unfortunate.
0: girls basketball won state, so suck it. Hey! Give it up for the Peacons. That's right. That had to be a huge deal. When was that? Uh, Was it 2017, maybe? Who was the star player? Oh, that's a great question.
3: I don't actually... Yeah, I don't know. Would have been impressive if you could have rattled it off. I, At a time you probably knew.
0: I, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I really, I was actually a girls' basketball manager in high school for the head coach that's still there now, and but it was right when he first got there, and I knew I was like, this guy's gonna be a hell of a coach. So I wasn't surprised when they won state.
3: You were a high school student manager for the women's team.
0: Correct. Simply because I was trying to get ten varsity letters, and I was not as athletic as I like to think, so I had to do one BS one to get.
1: Huh. They give you letters for being a manager.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and rightfully so. They should. You're part, of the, you're part of the team. You're doing a lot of work. A lot of work. You're you're such a jock athlete. You don't know all the behind the scenes <laughs> how the meat's made. Nope. Take my towels.
1: <laughs> uh, well, good for you, Justin. Texer, the thorn sexton says, "Ah, uh, Halloween weekend on campus more like Christmas in October." Am I right? Uh, that really is Come right.
3: On. That that was the time more like. I felt like if you ever watch a movie, is whoever oh, like uh, I know where you're
1: going with this, yeah.
3: Like Halloween weekend was actually the closest thing to how movies portray accurate college. Yep. just like yep. your norm. Halloween weekend is the closest thing to that. Still, really not like that. But yeah, you that was more so than any other time I could remember. Just showing up to random parties that you you know kind of brings me back to like the UK football thing. But that was in March. But at Halloween, great time to be a college student.
1: Really funny to always see the, uh, the people who would, or I should say the girls who just show up shivering, you know, like they're just like standing outside of a bar, <laughs> yeah. just like shaking. Cause they're yeah. wearing nothing.
3: And that's, that's been probably going on for a hundred years. Yeah. You know, yeah. since college kids have been dressing up, uh,
1: in those ways. Was having a conversation with Max Duffy earlier this week, Halloween, not a thing in Australia. Not a thing in a lot of places. Huge Halloween
3: fan. I saw this unpopular opinion thread on Reddit, and it was like, adults should be allowed to trick or treat. And I kind of thought, and I think that they should. Like The cool thing about Halloween is it may be the only holiday that we have where it is, I mean, you could make a case, obviously, for 4th of July, but totally and wildly inclusive as a country. Like, nobody cares what religion you are yeah, if you want to trick-or-treat. Nobody cares who you are if you trick-or-treat. Now, there are people that just don't celebrate Halloween, Justin. But Justin. It's, a, it's a way that, like, a community comes together and we give away stuff for free to, like, cute little kids. Oh,
1: great way for me to introduce myself to the new neighbors. Oh, all right. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's a great point. Yeah.
0: I will be all for Halloween if you all, you all just struck a chord with me. If we could somehow get adult trick-or-treating – and everybody's just handing out like mini bottles and beers and that's i that, I'm in that, I'm totally. I'm in. Or, I mean, what good I mean, community mini, building? Mini
1: candy is still fine too. Like, oh man. no, maybe that's a good idea.
3: Bourbon for balls, me too. all of it. You I, I get the salsaritas the and then I just have like a twelve pack, a few different twelve packs of select beers for the parents that are walking their kids around. Aha, uh-huh. yeah,
2: that
1: would be airplane awesome. shots of fireball.
3: Hell yeah! That would Cheers. Be awesome. Who doesn't like that? And the, another thing about Halloween, it's just like and you incorporate all the spooky, scary stuff just because like leaves are dying. You know, it's a weird holiday. Really weird, but totally inclusive and meant for everybody. It's the best. Speaking of, the leaves. Really late. Yeah,
2: no, it's always it's this late. Really hot.
3: We always so. think that. I always, I, at least the last, like, 10 years, I've always thought that, like, I remember as a kid there being millions of leaves on the ground during Halloween. Now, not not so much. Now my, you won't get a at My big thing,
1: all. The, the reason why I believe this is the case is because, Leaves were definitely changing during football season, like when I was playing football, mm-hmm. and I believe the toy Bowl is next weekend. You know, so wow. that's
3: they still do that at Trinity.
1: Uh, they, you know, they rotate.
3: The toy bowl is the Catholic schools football league championship. Yeah,
1: but like re- last season of regular, last game of regular season high school football is this Saturday, and the leaves just started turning this week. Like I feel like it would happen a few weeks earlier because I would. We, we would walk to the games at Holy Cross. You know, it was close enough. Yeah. Like, I feel like at least a few weeks earlier. At the
3: At least this, the the last good bit, I've noticed that there are just not as many leaves. But, anyways, um, that's talking leaves with Kentucky Roll Call. Leaves. A, a texter says wife and I need needed a third row, and she was against a minivan. Got her to agree to just try, test drive one. Best purchase we've ever made. Woo! There you have it. So, you I, just got to get, get her behind test- the wheel. Yeah, and got to get her behind the wheel of one.
1: If Ralph stood up straight with his hands to his side and no head on, he would look like a giant thumb.
3: So, the mean texture's coming
1: back at you today. Oh, nice. Yesterday and, it was me. I, today it's you. I haven't heard the thumb one.
3: Uh, you haven't heard before. the thumb one. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, only like a thousand times yeah, in the okay. last month. Yeah. Um, how many affairs for Petrino with the volleyball players would be needed for anyone in Pullman to care? Bada boom.
3: Best thing Washington State's ever done, besides making me fall in love with Mike Leach again, being a staple on campus PD. They'd always go to Pullman, look beautiful. Pullman did, for what it was worth. I'm sure. But it did not look like a fun place to live if you weren't in college. A Texer says, there are so many stabbing jokes out there for the sex toy story, including the idea of sex toy story, lol. (laughs) That's a good point. We did our best to stay away from those. Yep,
1: yep, because we're adults.
3: <laughs> Texture. Uh, there are uh, John here. Good morning, good morning, wild and crazy guys, and all of the radio community. Hey TJ, how sure are you tonight on the Packers? I say no. Watts, so give me the pa- people forget JJ Watt sucks. Yeah, <laughs> people he's old. He's so many times often 32. forget that he's just not a good football player TJ, anymore. TJ, very good. Awesome.
1: Yeah, very JJ, good. old. Still has his moments, but old. And now he's out for the year with shoulders. He's over. out for the year? Yeah. Again? it came out yesterday, yeah.
3: TJ,
0: soon <laughs> being better, will soon be better than JJ. Already better.
1: Been better for like two years, yeah. Justin. Better, what you talk
0: well, about? better
3: career
1: is what I'm Oh. About. Better career.
0: Yeah, I think J.J. Not, what, had two.
1: What, have a healthy
3: season and he probably <laughs> finishes it. I think
1: J.J. had two Defensive Player of the Year's. T.J. Could pro- is probably on his way to getting one this yeah, year. for sure. The Packers if, are if, definitely if a disadvantage
3: in the injury gain-loss category than than the Cardinals. Hey,
0: uh, Trayvon Diggs, by the way, plus 500 for Defensive Player of the Year. This man has seven interceptions through six He's games. Plus
1: 500? Plus
0: 500. That's yeah, crazy. That's stu- you know what else is stupid? I was looking up college basketball odds last night. Kentucky, plus 1,600. Sixteen hundred for a Final Four title. Title, I'll Man. I'll throw five on that all day.
3: I mean, that's better than you're probably going to get it. Yeah. at sixteen to one, but
0: I mean, it'll be that middle of the season. They'll be yeah, down sixteen
3: to one's to... pretty good. Kentucky never really get good value.
0: Yeah, because for college Kentucky basketball, basketball betters.
3: Yeah, bet a lot, sixteen really. to one's better. You're right. That that's pretty solid.
0: I bet middle of the season it's down
3: to six. I wouldn't. Well, I hope so. Hope you're right. A Texer said, or John continues and says. No what? Give me the pack plus six and a half and enjoy the cash. Hey, I got my chiefs jacket and my Kentucky gloves on this morning. I feel like a superhero and I'm ready to go. Let's go crazy, baby. I love this time of the year. We'll got to go talk to you later. Woo. Probably going to stay away from the line. May just do emotional hedge on the Cardinals money line. Just so if Packers lose tonight, I'll get like 20 bucks or something like that. Uh, also probably going to bet a adjusted under. I think I'm going to probably go for 40. I think the over under is like 50. It's way too high. Probably gonna adjust that, get better juice, get it to like plus two eighty or something like that on a forty over under, and just roll the dice with the value there. Brave that's man. My, that's my thought there. I've been doing pretty well on adjusted over unders. If you feel like it's gonna be the under, don't just bet the under. Adjust it, and then you know, see how see how froggy you're feeling, how low it's gonna go. Pork chop. How low? Can uh, you go? This is from the loser texture. Says, if you took Rummage and Blankenbaker and turned them into UK fans, you would have TJ and Nick.
1: Man, that's the lowest bowl yet.
3: It is. Yeah, That one hurts. The only issue is we'll sometimes, actually very often, pick Kentucky to lose games. That's that's yep. the issue on the other side.
1: There's always one person that feels they need to bring the KSR topic of the day to this show. I've already heard that stupid Wasp topic for three days. Quit infecting my Kentucky role. Well, I don't
3: you get wa- Wasp as in like the –
1: yeah, Freddie would call that, it a wasper.
3: Like the things that sting you? Yeah. A wasper? Yep. Why?
1: This is what he called them.
3: Yeah. Hornet?
1: Mm. Wasp. wasp? Another text says, Brad White looks more like Mac from Always Sunny to me. Also, there's another guy on staff that kind of looks like Steve Carell in Dinner for Schmucks. <laughs> well, I, who is it?
0: I can definitely see Mac from Always Sunny. For Brad White.
1: Yeah, but it's... No, mo- no, no.
0: More so than... Not at all.
1: Dinklage or whatever.
3: No, it's more Dinklage. No. But again, more like a cousin.
1: Ooh, this one's pretty good. Is Nick short for ball south and dingus? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Robert on the Thornton Sexline says, easiest thing for potty training is the three-day method. Google it. I got my son potty trained over a single weekend. It's not a fit, difficult. You just got to be on your toes. Also... Hype, my alma mater, K-Dub, is playing UK. I think they'll give them a solid fight like they used to against Louisville a few years back. It shouldn't be an Asbury situation. I wonder if the three-day method is what we were talking about, kind of the Pooh Bear situation.
3: Well, Robert, you should tell us what the three-day method is. Maybe it is the Pooh Bear situation. Secondly, you should have told us how old your kid is, just for reference point. Thirdly, they're not going to put up a solid fight. It's going to be a complete annihilation. That Kentucky Wesleyan. What's that?
1: Is that Kentucky Wesley, k Yeah, yep. Yeah. From learning pods to tarp toilets. Pretty much locked up Parents of the Year Award. <laughs> <laughs> learning wow, pods was a it.
3: genius idea that actually kind of came back around during the COVID times.
1: It kind of did to the extent. <laughs> like, they were like, have home desk for your kids to where they have their own space.
3: Learning pods was a genius idea.
1: <laughs> New invention for potty training. Hear me out. Baby shot collar. <laughs> Not <laughs> super powerful, but effective.
3: <laughs> uh, no, we're anti baby shot collars. Always have been. We've said that. We said It's, that from it's a vibration one. collar. <laughs> we used to have. Gosh, the Walker, the Walkers could tell you some stories of bad dogs. We've had bad dogs going back. I, I bet we could probably talk to like Walkers from the 14th century that had <laughs> bad dogs because that's but one time we had this collar well, that we can't would,
1: believe you'd talk about Abe like that.
3: Well, Abe's the exception. Oh. We've had two good ones. Cal was a cute. What Cal was a terrible, a terrible. His, na- his name was Cal. Uh, he was like a 120 pound dog as a puppy. He was a terror, but he turned out to be fine because he got so fat he didn't care. Uh, <laughs> Abe's good, with the exception of him biting that person one time. But besides that, he's been stellar for the most part. Now we just kind of keep him away from folks. But we had this collar where if they were doing something bad or jumping or sniffing something they shouldn't, it shoot water. But the thing was so stupid because they just shoot water under their mouth. Like, it'd kind of surprise them. Yeah. Dumb. Just dumb. Give them a give drink. Me, give me the shot collar. Hmm. Just kidding.
1: Oh, uh, quickly, uh, shout out to Kentucky for kicking Tennessee's ass in volleyball. Suck at Tennessee. You're yeah, terrible at everything.
3: That, that should, unless there's a big upset, that should lock up at least a share of the SEC title. For Kentucky, which I don't know how many, and I think that would make four in a row, maybe five. I don't know what number they're on in a row in that regard. It's really impressive and not easy to do. And Tennessee was nationally ranked, and Kentucky just whooped them. I think they won every set by like eight or seven or something like that. So uh, it was a beatdown in Knoxville, and the UK women's soccer team was there to check it all out and suck at Tennessee. <sighs> Kentucky, at Tennessee.
0: Kentucky, nine and zero in conference play. Woo! Mississippi State, eight and two. So they got to fall two games.
3: Florida doesn't have – Florida has two losses? Florida's seven and two. Okay. Well, I was checking on it after Kentucky narrowly beat Arkansas two nights in a row. Or they had back-to-back nights and was kind of went to five sets on both of them. I was looking at the standings after that. Maybe they picked up a loss or somebody picked up a loss. But, oh, that's good. All right, then they're pretty much – I think Florida's their only difficult match they have left. Way to go, Craig Skinner. Yeah. First uh, time Texer. Would be kind of funny if UK beat U of L in volleyball in the tournament.
1: Yeah. That's like probably the closest Wolves played all year, too. They're still undefeated. They beat Pitt, Pitt who's top five as well uh, in five. But Kentucky had him on the ropes in the fifth set. So, uh, First time Texer. Thanks, Ross, for the baldness. Oh, you're welcome, Texer. <laughs> If John is on the pack, I love my Arizona bat. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, suck it, John.
3: We got texter drama. That was from Keith. Wow. <laughs> Two Titans of the Thornton's text line. <laughs> but why, heads. Don't, why don't you all skip the juice? Why right. don't you, all, you all are both out on Twitter. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> why don't you all skip the juice? Loser can't text in for a month. Don't don't Oh man. Just kidding. I wouldn't that would be terrible. We, we don't want that. Nobody wants that. Instead put five hundred bucks on it like normal people. All <laughs> right. Everybody have a good day. Do we want to do a Survivor Patreon?
0: Yeah. Oh, last night was batty. Yeah, we have to.
1: Ooh, batty. That's how nutty it was. It was baddie. <laughs> Who's Pretty all good. right, we got to talk about some other stuff too on the Patreon oh, yeah. as well. Oh yeah. So it's not all Survivor.
3: It's not all Survivor. Yeah. We we've, we've got we've got gossip. It's juicy. All right, everybody have a good day. We will be Roll back on Friday edition of KRC. Roll. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Caleb.